listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all had a great weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about Bachelor in Paradise. Filming has begun. There has been a first rose ceremony. Not too much to report. But we're going to talk a little bit about past Bachelor in Paradises. I'm going to talk about a celebrity possible couple that is one of the more bizarre pairings you'll ever see. I'm going to talk a little bit about Zion Williamson. You might be thinking, why isn't this going in the Sports Daily podcast? Because it has to do with celebrities and engagements and side pieces and receipts. If you do not know what's been going on in the past 48 hours with Zion Williamson and a woman he allegedly has had as his side piece for a couple years, you need to hop on board. Uh, A new television show on HBO that I'm already over, and we know that a lot of celebrities go to Taylor Swift concerts. I saw one this past weekend in Detroit. I wasn't there. I'm just saying I saw it online. That probably takes the cake as she has taken over the world of music when these people are showing up uh, to her concert. We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60. Use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve60. Use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get going. I'm going to talk a little bit about Bachelor in Paradise here and just kind of a refresher course for everybody that maybe forgets a lot of short-term memory when it comes to this franchise and this show. But remember, last year, season eight, 44 people showed up at some point on Bachelor in Paradise throughout the course of the season. Now... A lot of that had to do with the fact that 10 people showed up when they did the Casa More twist or the split, whatever you want to call it. Five women, five men. So that added 10 at one time. We don't know if they're doing the split again this year. My guess is probably not just because I would think that this cast would be expecting it. Last year was the first time they ever did the split, which was very similar well, it was the same thing as Casa Moore on Love Island. And none of them saw it coming. But this year, you would think the cast would have an idea it's coming because it just happened last season for the first time in eight seasons. Are they going to do it again? I guess only time will tell. But as we've gone through the seasons, I posted this last year and I still have it in my notes. Look at how much Bachelor in Paradise has changed over the years. In season one, only 25 people showed up throughout the course of the season. Then in season two, we had 29 that showed up. Season three had 30. Season four had 33. Season five had 35. Season six had 38. Season four, or excuse me, season seven had 41. Season eight last year had 43 or 44. I don't know if that means we're going to have that many this season. Just going by the numbers. Certainly looks like it. It's gone up every season. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that. We don't know how many they started with. Usually it's been between 16 and 20. Yesterday, I was thinking to myself, 
on the very first rose ceremony in the eight seasons they've had Bachelor in Paradise, how many times in the first rose ceremony was it men giving roses to women? So I went back and looked over all eight seasons, and six of the eight seasons, the men were giving out roses to women at the first rose ceremony. Only seasons four and five did the women give it to the men in the first rose ceremony. I don't know why that's the case. So they went three seasons with men giving it to women, then four and five, the women gave it to men, and then six, seven, and eight, they were back to men giving it to women, which means the show starts with more women than men because they have to eliminate women. What I've heard is the first rose ceremony has already happened, and I've heard names possible names of who was eliminated but i don't have them confirmed i just know what happened and i do believe that three women have been eliminated already i just don't know who they are at least 100 percent confirmation of who they are but filming started last week we've gotten at least three women uh, that were eliminated i did hear that we're back to men eliminating women on the very first rose ceremony last year though if you remember the men eliminated women at the first rose ceremony, and then the next three rose ceremonies, somehow it was women giving roses to men. I know that was the case. I just don't remember how that played out on TV. I don't know why women got three consecutive rose ceremonies of giving out roses. I, I'm i totally blanking. I obviously know that the, the split had something to do with it, but it wasn't your traditional, okay, Men, if you're doing the first rose ceremony and giving out roses, then the women are going to be the second ones, and then men third, and women fourth, and men fifth. It just went all haywire last season. And, I, you know, like I said, I don't really remember exactly how they got away with that. Were they just bringing only men in? I know that women started arriving because that was the other thing. When it was very structured, at least in the first seven seasons, If you had men giving out roses at the first rose ceremony, that means that at the end of the first rose ceremony, you had the same amount of women as men, clearly, because men were giving out roses. Then the next batch of people would come in and men would be coming in because you needed more men than than women because women were giving out roses at the second rose ceremony. And then at the end of the second rose ceremony, you would have the same amount of women and same amount of men. And then in the third row ceremony, since men were giving roses to women, you would need women coming in after that. But last year it went all haywire. There is no rhyme or reason to how they do anything on the show anymore. And as the season goes on, hopefully I will get you some information as to what's happening. As I said, first row ceremony definitely has happened. Women were eliminated. I just haven't gotten full confirmation of who it is yet. If and when I do, I will pass that along to all of you. As for charity season, gosh, we're only two weeks away from the premiere on June 26th. Nothing new to report there. In terms of spoilers, I will let you know as soon as I do. I say it every season. I never know when I'm getting information, but my track record has proven that I'm going to get it. It's just a matter of when. And I really don't know when I'm getting it this season. Just like I didn't know last season or the season before. So you just have to bear with me. As soon as I know, you will know. Um, In the celebrity dating possible world, did you see 
who this latest couple is that may or may not be together. They've been seen together, but nobody knows what it is. If I were to tell you, name two people in the celebrity world that you think could possibly be dating, I think your choice of Kellis and Bill Murray would probably be last on your list of people that were maybe dating. Kellis, the girl who sang, My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard. Yeah, there's rumors going around that she is dating Bill Murray. (laughs) Yes, that Bill Murray from Caddyshack and Stripes and Ghostbusters in the 80s. Dating Kellis, who wants her milkshake to bring all the boys to the yard. I don't get it. She was asked about it, and she didn't deny it. He's been seen at her shows, I guess. I look. Nothing in Hollywood should surprise anybody. Nothing in the celebrity world should surprise anybody. It just... These people lead different lives than you will ever understand. So with that said, I guess I can't say I'm too shocked, but I'm pretty shocked. I Kellis and Bill Murray were not on my bingo card this weekend. Put it that way. All right. If you don't know what's been going on with Zion Williamson, the superstar for the New Orleans Pelicans over the weekend, you're really missing out. I can only go go over a portion of this. You're going to have to go look for yourself on Twitter because there are so many tweets and receipts. Basically, what it comes down to is this. Zion Williamson, who was the number one pick in the draft a few years ago, superstar, has signed a max contract with the New Orleans Pelicans, but has been injured ever since he's entered the NBA. He's never played a full season. Got a hell of a lot of potential, but can't stay healthy. I guess announced a few days ago that he and his girlfriend are pregnant and they are having a child. Well, what Zion didn't let anybody know about was he apparently has a side piece, a woman who is very popular on OnlyFans, who used to do porn but no longer does. I learned this because she's putting it in her tweets. Well, apparently she's not thrilled that Zion just announced he's having a baby with somebody else because apparently for the last two or three years, Zion has been having her as a side piece and has been paying her gobs and gobs of money. Now, you might think, oh, my God, scorned woman. She just wants attention. Well, like we say nowadays, if you're going to call somebody out on social media, you better have receipts to prove it. And not only did this side piece by the name of Moriah Mills, she's Moriah Mills with three S's, M-O-R-I-A-M-I-L-L-S-S-S on Twitter. Not only does she have receipts, she's got some damaging receipts. And it's clear, as clear as you can be on Twitter, it's clear that Zion was keeping this girl on the side and paying her a lot of money. How do I know this? Because she screenshotted three different transfers from her bank account where she just isolated three transfers that Zion sent her. One says, wire transfer incoming Zion Williamson, $25,000. Another one, wire transfer incoming Zion Williamson, 
$10,000. Wire transfer incoming Zion Williamson, $20,000. $55,000 in incoming wire transfers from her. Also, she gets $107,000 allowance per month from him. <laughs> but some of these receipts, she took screenshots of Snapchats that he sent her. Tomorrow evening would work. Would I also be able to record? How much to bring to Portland for the next two days this week? She said she when she he had her sign an NDA one time and she signed it with not her. She signed a fake name on the document. So she claims that his NDA does not work with her. She also posted a screenshot of their text conversation that after she started blasting him on social media this weekend, he wrote to her, delete everything and we'll talk. But come on, FR. I guess that means for real for the little kids. She wrote, you ruined my life. You lie to me all the time. You have a baby. Go be a father. You not my king no more. And he wrote, so why are you doing all this? And then she even wrote in a tweet, I don't love anyone. I genuinely loved you, Zion Williamson. All you care about is saving face to the media. You don't care about feelings. And then in the tweet, in a text conversation, she screenshotted. She wrote to him, enjoy your new life with the fake, cheap fake. She's so fake she ran to social media to boast that she your baby father, clout chasing whore. He wrote, delete that stuff, delete that stuff, and I got you. Um, then she called him out for basically saying his teammates don't even like him, and he lied to the press about having not coming back to the Pelicans this year because he was having mental health issues. And she wrote back on, um, I don't know what day this tweet was. Oh, yes, I do now. Well, she screenshotted it. But April 11th, Mariah Mills tweeted out, does letting me fuck does letting you fuck me help with your mental Zion Williamson instead of playing for your team you a bitch and all you do is lie and lie to everyone April 11th begging to see me and a screenshot from her conversation with Zion on April 11th he wrote hey baby WYD what are you doing she wrote back hey baby at my massage appointment how much longer are you going to be there 45 minutes more and then continued on a conversation about how he wanted to fly her out, I believe, to Phoenix. I mean, that's just a portion of it. If you go to Mariah Mills' Twitter account, you will have a field day. All of you listening to this love the Vanderpump Rules drama, right? You love all the stuff that, you know, is going on in that world. If you go to Mariah Mills' Twitter account and just read everything that she's tweeted, because she is on a rampage. She is apparently just livid that he kept the fact that he got somebody pregnant from her because apparently she's been with him on the side for at least two or three years, and he's been paying her monthly to, I don't know, meet up with him whenever he wants her to. I don't know the case. I don't know the exact relationship. Obviously, it was a sexual relationship, but if you, she just now, I don't know how long, much longer this is going to be up. I don't know if lawyers are going to get to her and say, you need to take that down. I don't really know. But as of my recording of this podcast, which is I'm recording this around 11 o'clock Central Time Sunday night, all of her tweets are still up there. I mean, and she is just laying into him. 
saying, Zion, know where home is. He can't resist me. I'm his favorite. Um, and she's basically saying, this is one of the photos I sent to Zion this morning. I know him and his baby mama mad. And it was a picture of just her taking a shot of her ass. Um, I didn't groom anyone. Zion Williamson contacted me first when he was age of 19 and asked to take care and gift me. I didn't tell him anything, so stop pushing fake narratives. Y'all mad. I'm his fantasy girl. Every man has a woman they fantasize about now. Beat it, haters. I mean, she is just, I mean, this is grade A level exposing him and literally posting, like I said, screenshots of the thousands of thousands of dollars he is wiring into her account, uh, screenshots of their conversations, whether it be on Snapchat, whether it be on text message, like who knows what this is going to do to Zion's current situation where I guess he announced he's having a baby with somebody else. But man, you talk about hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, whatever that phrase is, Mariah Mills woke up 48 hours ago and chose violence and she's choosing violence against Zion Williamson and it is ruthless. So go check it out if you want to. It's at Mariah Mills, M-O-R-I-A-H-M-I-L-L-S-S-S on Twitter and she is just going to town on him. So one of these shows that is getting a lot of acclaim because it just started last weekend. Last night was episode number two on HBO. Is the show called The Idol. And is with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's uh, daughter. Lily Rose Depp. And The Weeknd. And I watched episode one. After I got back from Vegas last week. And I'm sorry. I did not watch episode two last night. I'm already out on this thing. Like. Is there something with. Sam Levinson. The guy who created this show. Who also created Euphoria. Where. He's clearly just going for shock value, right? I mean, anybody that watched The Idol last week and watched the premiere episode, I mean, the amount of, I mean, look, if you've watched Euphoria, you know it is just laced with over-the-top, serious sexual themes. Uh, Some are really raunchy. And this first episode of Idol, it's like he's literally trying to just go for shock value with the amount of... Uh, the amount of nudity in the first episode. Uh, you've got Lily Rose Depp involved in a scandal where a photo comes out that gets released about it. She's a she's a um, she's a pop star who has already been through a mental breakdown, and now a photo of her in a very compromising position gets released online the day she's about to release a new album. It just the story sucked. Like it made no sense as to why all of a sudden. She goes to a club one night and all of a sudden she's attracted to the weekend. You know, it, it, it there was like no storyline. It was just like this Sam Levinson guy seems like he's just out for perversion and shock value. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't think I'm going to watch. Maybe I watch episode two sometime later on this week. But after episode one, I was like, OK, this is. This is literally just shock value stuff, right? I mean, it's, there's no story here. It's not really that good. And even with Euphoria, I watched the first two seasons of Euphoria. And I don't know. Again, it just seems like he loads so much sexual 
perversion stuff into his episodes as much as he can, as much nudity as he can. And it just, it kind of falls flat. I don't, but people are just like raving over the idol. I'm like, really? This? I don't know. I don't get it. And anyway, I wanted to end with this. We've seen since Taylor Swift's concert has started the amount of celebrities that show up to her shows, especially athletes when she was in New York. Aaron Rodgers was there when she was in Arizona. J.J. Watt was there. Uh, We've seen Ryan Reynolds and um, Blake Lively show up to her shows. Well, somebody showed up to her show this past weekend in Detroit where it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I can't say, just like I can't say anything about celebrities, about anything, any story you hear can't be that weird. When I saw that Flava Flav showed up to a Taylor Swift concert in Detroit, I'm like, okay, I think I've seen it all. Like, could you find anybody more random? I guess, once again, I didn't have on my weekend bingo card Flava Flav taking in a Taylor Swift concert. Do you remember when Flava Flav had that show on VH1? I think I think it started out when he was on The Surreal Life, and then he was having that relationship with Brigitte Nielsen, and then they got a spinoff show. Or what came first? Was it his dating show? Was it Surreal Life? Or was it him and Brigitte Nielsen's spinoff show? But... You talk about just wild ass dating shows that MTV used to air back in the day. You had the you had the Rock of Love show with Brett Michaels. You had I Love New York with Tiffany Pollard. Then you had Flava Flav dating women and literally just having nicknames for all of them that were usually based in a sexual nature. Shows that obviously could never air in 2023. But. Something about Flava Flav rocking out to shake it off just seems so bizarre. I just can't imagine Flava Flav is at a Taylor Swift concert just going nuts over, I don't know, name any song in Taylor Swift's catalog that that Flava Flav is absolutely loving. I Man, when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's it. I mean, you can't find another celebrity that if we find out they go to any of Taylor Swift's concerts from now until the beginning of August where you would be surprised at. Flavor Flav takes the cake for me. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Hope you all had a great weekend. Please subscribe in Apple Podcasts. It's the number one thing you can do for this podcast. Also, rate and review if you'd like. Uh, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I'll be back tomorrow with that yet another Daily Roundup. Thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!